Hey everybody, Matt Michaels here with Sin City Steve and Rob Bustleberry on the Vegas Bad Boys of Podcasting. Uh, this is our three count, uh, but this week uh, we are dedicating uh, this uh, show to uh, what happened this week with the WWE and um, probably, uh, you know, one of the. Uh, more historic weeks in pro wrestling history with uh, the first time in the history of the World Wide Wrestling Federation Entertainment Company not having a McMahon as part of the actual structure of the company. Um, boy, there's a lot of shit that's going on. Uh, mm. and it looks like uh, we should have Travis, uh, join us here a little bit uh, to uh, kind of give us a little more insight and in, in some observations. But, um, you know, the beginning of the week, um, what's interesting, I think, is that uh, we get this uh, big announcement uh, at the stock market with The Rock uh, joining TKO. And uh, that was uh, kind of a surprising thing. Um, you know, the, uh, the, the whole thing is, uh, that he, uh, you know, uh, came on and no one really kind of expected to, uh, uh, you know, that he was going to be part of the company. It, it was kind of a surprise. So, um, you know, Steve, what were your thoughts when the week started and here it is, uh, you know, TKO uh, making some moves as a company to bring on Dwayne Johnson. So I thought that it was obviously newsworthy. Um, somebody that will always and forever be synonymous with WWE and forever linked to WWE. Um, I think that, you know, this was an, a slam dunk. Uh, as soon as I saw this in, in the, you know, at the start of the week, I thought, okay, this is going to be the start of something a brand new chapter for WWE. Uh, little did I know we would learn everything that we learned throughout the rest of the week as well. Um, but I think that it's great because it does give crossover uh, appeal to WWE, to TKO. Uh, you've got Dwayne Johnson, who is arguably one of the biggest actors uh, in Hollywood, even still one of the, one of the most known people in the entertainment industry. Um, now on the board of directors at TKO, I think that this, you know, we, we mentioned that the, the safest bet uh, is sometimes the most logical bet. Well, yeah, it can be, be applied to the business world too, uh, because this was, this was a perfect fit in my opinion. And as we learned throughout the week, this, uh, yeah, this was just the start of the change to WWE and TKO as a whole. Rob, what do you see in terms of uh, a guy like The Rock uh, becoming part of this company? Uh, well, does it... I want to I wanna throw a thought out there, a notion. Remember when yeah. he cut that promo two weeks ago and he said, maybe I'll eat at the head of the table. Could this be what he was referring to? Because you're not going to just find this out overnight and just show up at the New York stock exchange and ring right. the opening bell. Yeah. They knew this. He knew this for a good time. Um, with that said, does he have the administrative abilities 
to do this? To what capacity will they utilize him? Um, but he doesn't need to be in a ring anymore, right? No. So he could be the face of the company, as I thought for many years he should have transitioned into that role and do more behind-the-scenes stuff. And, yes, maybe he could play that Vince on-screen role eventually. We don't know. What I will say is um, he has curried good favor over the years with the McMahons. He is a household name. And I think he, you know, he has enough ability and branding sense to know how to to market a company uh, in a in a very vague general sense. Um, uh, I wonder if he will go further down the road, further down the the uh, pipeline with this, and you know, subtract a bit from Hollywood in order to make himself a bigger uh, uh, fixture in the behind-the-scenes, you know, machine. Um, do you think, though, that one of the reasons this is important is the idea, uh, the idea that having Dwayne Johnson as part of this company um, is this something that really was facilitated by Ari Emanuel, Steve? Yeah, it, I mean, it, it, it wouldn't surprise me, but keep in mind the connections that, that Rock has, uh, to Nick Khan, you know, uh, uh, Nick's sister was, uh, the creator and executive producer of Dwayne's show, Young Rock. Right. So, you know, obviously that's just scratching the surface on the level of connection that these guys have. Um, I, I think that, you know, whether it was Ari that made the call and, you know, uh, Dwayne uh, did, you know, he was quoted as, as saying that Ari was building something that was game changing for the entire industry. So, you know, obviously he praised him and made a point of praising him right out of the gate. So, of course, you know, that leads to speculation that this was a very largely Ari Emanuel uh, move. Uh, do you think, Rob, that that brings, uh, you know, it's it's not necessarily the idea that it's going to bring anything to the WWE as much as it's going to bring possible entertainment deals with The Rock's production company? Well, you're 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 not going to do anything that's going to take you away from what's making you personally successful. Um, you know, Dwayne Johnson is in his fifties. A lot of the action stars right now are in their seventies and pushing eighty, maybe. So he's still in the prime of his acting career. He doesn't necessarily need to do this. So he's not going to venture into something like this without some fiscal gain for him and whatever other business, you know, entities that he has. So I don't know what the formal name is of his production company or anything like that, but yeah, this is an opportunity to take, you know, to, to take people who might be uh, an MMA fighter and then find a way to make them extras in your movies and vice versa and, and build up your name. And, and, and just in the same way that like, maybe you had like Adam Sandler taking all the old, you know, SNL guys and getting them in the movies. You can now have Dwayne Johnson doing that. Getting all the old month. SNL guys into movies? 
Nah, yeah, yeah. You can have Dwayne Johnson doing that for people who are a part of the Endeavor family. Whether uh, it be. Yeah, I was just going to say, Chris made a, a point here. The Rock is Great just point. losing his popularity with anything that he can market it into just hoping something will stick yep. his wrestling was great his movies are good his football stuff hasn't moved me yet now this i think he is just going with everything that is thrown his way um which mm-hmm. is a good point <clears throat> and um is a very good capitalism move right steve without question without question i mean if ever you can exercise something within the realm of the law uh, to gain favor with, you know, casual fans with the the mass audience. Why wouldn't you do it? Um, and the thing that stands out, and we've talked about this, is that AEW's biggest mistake has been that they've catered almost exclusively to their hardcore fan base. WWE has been branching out and catering more to casual fans even at the expense of losing or disenfranchising those hardcore fans. They're smart in that aspect because the casual market is so untapped. And just look at how things were 15, 20 years ago with television ratings, with, you know, with merchandise, with all that kind of stuff that has gone, it, it hasn't left the, uh, the overall marketplace. Those people haven't stopped buying things. Those people yeah. have stopped buying wrestling things this is great because tony khan needs twenty thousand more fans to fill wembley and if they get disenfranchised by the wwe there you go we're going to have the highest attendance rating ever seen in wembley arena we have cleared out all of western london to make this happen thank you so much vince um so you know uh when you when you look at the then the overall structure of WWE, obviously this doesn't affect them. Uh, the only other thing it, it really does is, you know, brings the idea of The Rock participating uh, in the match against Roman Reigns more of a reality. Um, and maybe he doesn't have to take as much pay on that uh, <laughs> at that point. Um, but uh, when you look at now the idea of... Um, the structure of the WWE and the idea that creatively it looks like Hunter's running the show. And that's it. Uh, it looks like the Khan is pretty much in, in charge of the operations. Um, does that now kind of, does it, does it open the door for a a fresh take on I, I do want to say a fresh take on because the formula is there we know what the formula is that won't change but does it open the door for a fresh take of seeing um the potential of working relationships with other companies who might have stayed away because vince's name was attached to the company start happening do you think that that happens steve definitely look at slim jim look at slim jim as soon as the as soon as the shit went down they immediately said okay we're pulling our sponsorship and quite frankly getting wwe and tko right where it matters in the wallet um as soon as they announced that 
you know that Ari probably made a phone call to Vince saying, you have to go. It's time. You mm-hmm. are done. And then at that point, they probably did play the drop, uh, you know, that uh, that you made reference to in our last show, Rob. You're fired. Uh, there You're you go. fired. You're fired. So, but it, yeah, they, they probably did that. And immediately after Vince issued the statement that he was gone and that he resigned, yeah, Slim Jim said, okay, yeah, we're back. Everything's right back as it was. So I think that you're going to see that this is the start of more advertisers coming back to WWE and TKO uh, that may have left at some point. Um, did you inadvertently or purposely use the term shit hit the fan? I'm, I can neither confirm nor deny. <sighs> um, you know, it's, it's, it's quite, um, it's quite interesting to, uh, see how, uh, how this all kind of went down. Um, you know, uh, everything, uh, <laughs> Maybe Trump can get Vince a parting. <laughs> um, wow, Chris Bay is a joke. Where did that come from? Wow, holy That's crap! Out of nowhere. J- Javon Claire trying to uh, stir up shit. Um, but you know when you when you look at um, I mean, you say saying punk is a punk ass. Yeah, saying punk <laughs> is a punk ass. Uh. So the, you know, the, the resignation comes, but it also, uh, comes amongst this public, you know, hearing, right? So you have all these details, um, that have been coming out when, everything first came out the you know in in the the suit happened the settlement happened right uh and all these different allegations surrounding it and everything there wasn't clarity on what exactly had been said or happened now you're starting to get an idea uh does it make it more of a situation that does it shine a a worse light on vince or does it shine a light on something that kind of got overshadowed and that was the fact that someone else is involved and multiple other people were involved in these actions rob this is nothing new we knew vince was a piece of shit well, that's what I'm saying. We've we known this forever. Shit, but what about those around him? You know, particularly a UFC slash WWE star who, uh, you know, it is now come out that he was involved in this. Which one are they? And I apologize. Which one are we referring to? Brock. The, the only WWE slash UFC star, which made oh, it yeah. very easy to, to oh, no, disseminate. No, but yeah, I, here's what I'll say about that. Um, it's about Vince. Yeah. It's always going to be about Vince. Um, and he has that track record. 
He's also at the end of his rope. He's very, very aged. We're not talking about Vince at age 50. We're talking about Vince at, you know, what is he, 75 now? Uh, yeah. He... He doesn't. He could sit the rest of his life on a golf course doing jack shit. It doesn't matter. No one's really going to come for his money. Or the, the, you know, the whole point well, of this. Someone, is, someone just did come for his money. No, no. I, I mean, in the, uh, yeah, I stay corrected. What I meant to say is, it really doesn't matter at this point. There's not much you can do to him. He's had the life he's had. He's earned more than enough that he could absorb this. Honestly, I would think he, he should spend the rest of his life in a jail cell, but that's that's beside the point. Um, uh, for, for multiple reasons, not just yeah. this. The laundry yeah, list. exactly. There's a laundry list. And and that's the thing with a lot of these guys. I joke about Trump. Um, half the jokes I do on the stage are shit he's actually said, and people laugh and go, oh, my God. No, that was a quote. <laughs> that was a quote. Um, it's the same thing with Vince, you let know. It, let 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 it be said though, saying saying abhorrent shit and doing abhorrent shit are two totally different right, things. Right, right. But and but the thing is with Vince McMahon is um this should have if we're going to nail him for his actions, that could have been done 20, 30, oh, yeah. 35, 40 years ago. Bro, he obviously Easily. Keep in mind, Attitude Era, Mr. McMahon. Everybody loved when he had Trish Stratus drip, uh, stripped down to a brown panties and grovel and, and bark like a dog. And then dumped a bucket of shit water on Right, him. and exactly. Little did we know that he was probably reenacting some of the shit that he's done, again, and that's some of the not things even, that he's done I mean, behind the behind closed doors. Joni you know, Laura, uh, 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 China, what, what she said was done to her behind the yeah. scenes, what she would find in her locker room. Yeah. I mean, yeah, but that was whoa, whoa wait, wait, wait. What's, that might have been different. That was not Vince. That that wasn't Vince. That was Vince. Granted, but that it's still what I'm, the whole point was that the culture, time, the company, that that whole thing. If 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 that guy was a knight in shining armor and a bastion of respect for women, that stuff's not happening in your company. I think. Can we agree on that? That th this there was a lot of things done by him and allowed to exist allowed in. yes uh, it, it was it was a culture it was a it was a very bad culture for sure and and, and, and he is, people just looked the other way when they should have you know spoken up done things I right right and so that. i'm not surprised that any of this happens i'm not surprised that uh, his wife doesn't want to be seen with him anymore um he's made his bed with who he was he, what he doesn't he's have a wife anymore that's the thing they're but they, that's they, what they, they, yeah. for years yeah. right 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 but if you, she was asked about him a couple of years ago, uh, leaving a function, and she wouldn't even, Linda wouldn't even mention his name. She she was disgusted at even the thought of it. Um, so that's the thing. We everyone's made their peace with who he was. At this point, I shrug my shoulders and, and not in 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 deference to to a victim, but the fact that you say to me, "Oh, Vince McMahon did what?" Okay. Uh, and by the way, Randy Orton's been accused of doing horrible things to people. You know, no, no, and and every <laughs> there's a laundry list of these of wrestlers doing this. Yeah, of course, that era. Yeah, well, not even in that era. It's this is this is uh, this is a history of wrestling that even dates to the Me Too movement and what uh, came out uh, because of the Me Too movement in the wrestling scene in general. Uh, including the independent wrestling scene. So it's, it, 
you know, the the culture has always been boys being boys. This isn't yeah. just wrestling. This Not anymore, is, though. This has always been locker rooms. Um, you say not anymore, though. I, 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 I would and, hope that it's getting better, even if it's for the yeah. wrong reasons, that people are more afraid that, shit, I'm going to be sued or I can lose my business if I do this. It's not the right mindset to have, but... Well, you, you do have to understand uh, it's, it's, it's getting better, but one of the reasons it is getting better is because... Uh, you are now looking at a company that is owned by a corporation. It's not a private entity. Yep. That's the question about uh, AEW, right? Um, you know, this this uh, stuff that came out just a few weeks ago with AEW and yep. the way that certain uh, talent uh, had apparently, allegedly, been treated by some of the male wrestlers. I was you about know, to say, it can't be Tony Khan. He does so much blow. I doubt he can get it up. <laughs> no, but he's got the biggest eyes I've ever seen when he has coke. He's got to so. be like a super cuck in the corner just watching. Okay, Jesus. to the left, to the left. Give it to her harder. Damon, I'm almost there. Just give me about four more hours. <laughs> Tony, tell him what's going to be on tonight's event. Is, did you say super cuck or super coke? A little Both. bit of A, a little bit of B. <laughs> A lot of B, a lot uh, but, of B, but but it, but it is it is true. Um, when you uh, when you look at uh, TNA, TNA is very rarely uh, had any instances because you know when it was taken over by a corporation. Yep, it's a corporate structure now. Someone fucks around, you get fired. Yeah, and you're going to see that with TKO too. Um, so I'm happy with that. Yeah, great. Yeah, absolutely. As great. Completely agreed. And and you're seeing it, you're seeing it be policed now on the independence by people. That's you know that's the best you can do, uh, because of the fact that uh, you know everything is uh, smaller circles and not big companies. Uh, so that's that's a good thing. Um, also, the one thing that's changed from that attitude era is the drug usage. You don't see yeah, guys exactly roided out of their mind, and I don't necessarily miss it. You know, I met I met the New Age Outlaws 15 years ago. They were both re just ridiculously roided out of their minds. Billy Gunn was just a ball of like twitching muscles, and, and I don't and nothing changed there. Right. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm surprised. More things change the more they stay the same. Rob, come on. Yeah, yeah. But but uh, outside of that, though, um, all seriousness, am I necessarily looking for that out of every person who comes through into the ring? Could you have had a Kevin Owens 15 years ago? No, not mm -hmm. mainstream. But you could have that be mainstream now and be okay. Fine. I'm. I am not complaining. I don't complain about that stuff. Um, Brian Cage yeah, is, that, a that's, is my that's, size. I'm. I'm a little guy. But that's a. That's a whole nother issue. It is. It's a whole nother uh, thing. But and, and you're bringing up. And you're bringing up steroids. Um, yeah. Steroids. Listen. Um, that's part and parcel, though, with some of what goes on there. If you've got somebody who's already abusing drugs, uh, 
a know, woman is just is uh, a, a freaking accessory but, to them. But steroids, as opposed to the usage yeah. of the painkillers and the coke and the alcohol, yep. that stuff is more prevalent in terms of what was yeah. going on back then. Yeah. Uh, and you can trace that all the way back through you know the the 80s um oh, mainly yeah. because of the fucking schedule that these guys were forced to run on mm. um and i think now you know the the difference is that you don't have the taxing demand uh, one of the one of the good things about aew is that people can go there and basically have only a couple days of work and really uh you know, rest their body uh, a little bit more um, so that you don't have to ingest all this stuff. But you know who doesn't get to rest? Excalibur. He's still reading AEW promos for the next three years as we speak. They're recording it. They just keep him in a small little room just reading AEW promos nonstop. Who? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> the, uh, according to Brian Alvarez, the greatest announcer on the planet, Excalibur. And, and Steve, if you didn't hear that one. I mean, so I wouldn't call him the greatest announcer on the planet. Um, a lot of people love to hate him. But yeah, I mean, I, yeah, to each their own when it comes to announcers, for sure. When I was, when I first watched AEW and my buddy was showing me all in for the first time, he goes, they got this guy named Excalibur. And he tries to scream like he's Jim Ross, but we know he's just trying too hard. That's the way he was described. He only screams because the mask is so tight. <laughs> um, Steve, have you met Brian Cage? Is a question that came in. Uh, yes, yes. Absolutely. He was there. He was at. Uh, he was at the TNA show last week. Correct. And he is not that tall. I was shocked. He's like what five ten. Uh, uh, Brian, yeah, somewhere around six, yeah. Yeah, I was, I was, I was not as tall as I expected, but yeah, he's built like a brick shit house for damn certain. Oh yeah, completely. Yeah, uh, some some of us, uh, big dicks, are are very uh, very fond of Brian. Yep. Um, I thought he was. A, he seemed like a, a cool guy. Yeah, he's he's, he's, he's a great guy. Every, every 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 time that I've that I've met him, he's been really cool. Yeah, yeah, I mean, he could have just bolted out of there. He stayed and talked to people and engaged with the with the fans. Um, he also he he lives here, so yeah. um, that's one of the reasons that he doesn't yeah. necessarily need to you know take off right away and stuff. He's he's actually one of the uh, the good guys uh, that I like at least. Yeah. Um, so, uh, Steve, when you when you think of Vince. Um, do you think that what has basically come out, um, does this shine a light on someone who I think uh, the, the question is, this is someone who is getting, you know, all this um, focus and and probably, um, you know, for, for good reasons, hopefully uh, going to at least get, you know, some kind of trial at some point. But we can only hope. 
at the same time, one of the questions that this brings up is uh, the defense will probably be something to the extent of this woman, uh, you know, already basically had a settlement and then the company, uh, you know, was sold and now there's more money in TKO, etc. you know, that she's doing this for money uh, more so than anything else, which will then lead to the idea that she was a willing participant at some point. And at some point, stop being a willing participant. Correct. Uh, which becomes a very, very gray line because... Absolutely. You have to prove this. Um, Absolutely. So, you know, the, the, the problem I have is that even if you are a willing participant, uh, of course, when you want it to stop, it should stop. But Correct. that is just nor normal circumstances. My problem is that even as a willing participant, Vince and anyone else who works for the company was doing this with an employee. And we all know, as people who have worked for companies before, that one of the things that you have to be very careful of is uh, what you do uh, with other employees mm -hmm. who work with Absolutely. you. Absolutely. And, you know, even if you're a willing participant, which is great, uh, once this once this person wants out, you have to stop the relationship Correct. or whatever is going on because of the fact that they are the being saying relationship is being generous. So just the yeah, instant. exactly. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, ultimately, you know, quid pro quo relationships between two willing participating adults. Um, I think I. I don't think that we need to, as a society, get into the habit of policing those. Um, ultimately, I've seen the text messages that have come out. Um, and if you haven't, I highly recommend seeking them out. Uh, they are definitely eye-opening for sure. Um, the thing that I will mention is that regret is a completely different word than another word that starts with R. And I'm going to leave it at that. Um, but the fact is, you know, there's more to this story. I don't, I don't think that, you know, really anybody who has followed WWE or the, the Vince McMahon character, or the Mr. McMahon character over the years, I doubt that many people were surprised when these allegations came out. Um, and I'm more so speaking to the casual fans, um, when I say this. There's a lot. Uh, if you think that you know, you know, what what has happened or the, some of the depravity that Vince is capable of, um, again, the text messages are pretty, uh, pretty interesting. Um, this is going to be another dark by side of the ring for certain. Uh, it, it needs to be. Yeah, it, honestly, it, it should be a two parter. Um, dark side of the ring could do two episodes on the McMahon saga.
and it still probably wouldn't be enough. It's that in depth and that bad. Um, the thing that goes without saying is amidst all this, Ronda Rousey uh, did put out a, a tweet uh, on X that simply says Bruce Pritchard is basically Vince's avatar. If he's still around, Vince still has a hand in the business. Vince was still running things through Bruce when he was quote unquote gone before. And mm. yeah, mm. so that that's that's where we go. I mean, I don't think that it stops with Vince. I think that I think that the well has been poisoned. There are a lot of people that will need to face accountability for their actions. And if that happens, then this truly won't be resolved. I have a question about this. You know, and they've done this before. They did it with um, uh, Chris Benoit. At what point do you, if you're going to at all, just erase Vince McMahon? They're they're already in the process of doing it. Yeah, yeah. It's but but the um, and and the thing is, is that uh, can you separate him from the WWE? With time, anything is possible. But well, so Chris Benoit is different scenario. Well, but he's also separated in the dimension of as opposed to you can't edit it out of the actual video and the history they they tried and it just it, it doesn't work right so vince will never go away in that sense uh will now that vince mcmahon does not have charge of the hall of fame will vince mcmahon be in the hall of fame probably not um but uh, the the big thing here is uh, you will avoid at all costs trying to attach a positive light on the guy. The easiest thing now for them to do that is moving forward there isn't another McMahon involved in the company itself. Um, It's also kind of come out a little bit, uh, possibly, whether it's true or not, uh, that uh, both Shane and Stephanie um, not really fully understand what was going on. Uh, Shane uh, allegedly, um, one of the reasons he left when he did, was uh, because of the fact that he found out uh, these things that Vince was doing and could possibly have also been encouraged by his father to be more like him. Correct. Mm. And Stephanie, uh, again, was uh, distanced enough from the situations that she was kind of kept in the dark as well. So, um, you know... There is no reason to put him in a positive light. What is interesting about this is that this coincides with other uh, things that have been going on in uh, very uh, public light in terms of celebrity and uh you know, uh, sexual escapades, shall we say, right? 
Um, <clears throat> this is interesting because it's a smaller community of fans, people who, you know, wrestling has its base and it's a very small thing. Um, as compared to, you know, stuff that's going on on a, on a bigger scale. Um, what's interesting is that we, as a society, tend to pick and choose who we defend and who we condemn, okay. which is very interesting because in this case, you do not see very many people defending Vince McMahon. Um, but in other cases of higher profile pe people, you see people who say, well, that person couldn't possibly have done that. Or if that person did do that, oh, come on, he's just boy being a boy. You know, so it's interesting that... Um, if Vince was 10 years younger, would he have a public perception that would potentially allow him to kind of get a pass for a majority of the people because of that fact that uh, he appears younger and stronger? He's an older, weaker man right now. And it's really showing. Is that something that, you know, again, the, the picking and choosing, um, because if you, if you still look powerful and you still present yourself as someone who couldn't possibly be a person who is evil, how, how, how do you not get away with stuff like this? Is that fair? I anyway, we are doing a podcast, so anyway, I can think the only speak. parallel, and it might seem like a really hokey, obvious one, very trite one, would be to compare him to Bill Cosby, because Bill Cosby was a is at a much older point in his in his life when all of the you know allegations came out. Vince McMahon, though, again. Cosby was like a, a sideswipe. Nobody saw it coming. Whereas this has been like, again, this is. That's horrible. Nobody's. Cosby, of course, no one saw him coming because yeah, they were all knocking out. Stuff, yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, but with uh, we as a, as a people, as a nation, we were kind of surprised. It, it was just like, whoa, what? Are you for real? Whereas this guy, you're not surprised now the fact that he's a, 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 as you know more elderly well, he is elderly it, it makes it easier to beat up on him but he's got the resources for days he's been transitioning out at, at this stage in his life i don't know if he was if he was still going to hold a tight rein as tight a rein as he could on the wwe product let's say this didn't come out and it rewind the clock two weeks or a week and a half whatever um would we be looking at Vince in such a serious light as such a key player? I'm just saying, I'm asking, would I look at Vince Man and go, he's the same level of Vince at the same level of control and acumen 
that he had 20 years ago in the Attitude Era or even 10 years ago. So, I mean, he, what he did was what he did. Uh, am I am I beating up on him because he's a more vulnerable target at his age? I think you're just going after him because it's the times, not his age. I don't, I don't think, but yeah. I'm not saying beating up on him. What I'm well, saying, and, and Chris kind of... Or is he more vulnerable now at this but, age? But, but Chris, but Chris says it here, uh, maybe Trump or Epstein rather than Cosby. And the idea is, again, uh, it's the picking and choosing, right? You know, um, that's the whole thing. It's, it's you know, um, the, the idea that um, any of these people associated with any sexual misconduct are getting, you know, either condemned or uh, getting reprise. You know, people are, are sometimes getting passes or getting second chances or third chances or fifth chances. Um, but it isn't because this story was proven false or this person was wrongly accused or this happened or that happened or didn't happen or that. No, it's because we see this person in a different light. If you're if you're bringing up Epstein and you bring in someone like Tom Hanks, how many people are going to believe that because it's Tom Hanks, right? Just because of his name and who you associate him as. He's been in every conspiracy circle. His name comes up over and over and over again. Epstein's Island, ankle bracelets. He had a up and coming actor killed because the guy ratted him out. And 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 I talk to these people. Go, are you out of your mind? Now the reality is, as in all things, could be true. Don't know. But he's but he is America's household favorite guy. Vince never was. No, Vince never fucking was. Oh sure, but Vince also don't forget was a very strong, larger-than-life character. Vince McMahon was the first one to use You're Fired. Yeah. Someone else mm -hmm. took that term yeah. and decided to make it. And I took the term, and I made it great again. Yeah, exactly. Um, he becomes president. Vince goes down the rabbit hole, and, you know, his exposure... Which, by the way, I want to tie that back into the to the rock real quick. Dwayne Johnson has espoused ideas, put it out there uh, that he wants to run for higher run for office and be in some sort of higher office, Congress, Senate, whatever, maybe president. Um, I would not be surprised one iota that this brings him a little bit closer to having better political ties and donations and money and people that are going to get him further along on that path. Well. Well, Chris just said, I wonder what The Rock has in his closet. And quite yeah. frankly, oh, I was thinking of that. I was saying if, that it wasn't even. If we go back, if we go back a few months, The Rock was someone who was being accused of things. Yep. Um, let's face it. The honest answer is that if you're someone who has power, who has influence, you probably have done something kind of shitty in your life. 
let's be honest. Pretty pretty safe, pretty safe to bet. Pretty safe yeah. bet. To the extreme or extent or continuation or whatever it is, who knows? Uh, Bam Bam made a great point too. Uh, can we also say Linda doesn't get a pass on all this? There's no effing way she didn't know what the hell was going on. I think in some ways she probably didn't know the full extent, the extent of what of it, was yeah. going on. Uh, but it is kind of a story going back to yep. the early 90s that Linda uh, basically said, uh, I'm leaving your ass because she found out about all the uh, cheating yep. and whatever else he was fucking doing. But she would never have been part of Donald Trump's damn cabinet if she didn't play the game. Exactly. She would have never been part of the attitude. Anything. Era. Yeah, exactly. She's she wasn't she's she is not a saint in any of this because no. she stayed where the money was. Yep. Let's be yep. realistic. Um, that's a whole nother she thing. didn't want to rock the boat, which right. is unfortunately the exact same the exact same reasoning that so many of these executives within WWE for years that you know why 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 have they known about this stuff or have they known about this stuff? Of course, if you read the text messages, you know that Vince was showing photos, making offers, and trafficking allegedly this woman to production team members. And if he's doing that to them, higher up board members, members of Vince's inner circle, there ain't no way in hell you can tell me that they didn't know what was going on. I, I yeah, apologize though. for not remembering the name. Who was the gentleman that was part of the, the development team for like the beginning for Vince McMahon that they just got rid of like a week ago? The development team? Not development team. He was like Vince's right-hand guy for WWE. Well, you're talking about television production. You're talking about Kevin Dunn, right? Kevin Dunn, yes. Yeah. He wasn't I don't know his right hand man or anything like that, but he was the television. You know, he was the one who created. There's the a lot of things that are. I'm just just thinking about because there's a lot of people that are all leaving at the same time. A lot of things are all happening simultaneously. Well, and and it also coincides with the fact that Vince is no longer. Yeah, you know, he was no longer uh, the active part. In, so a guy like Kevin Dunn. Who knows? I mean, no one's really ever brought his name up on, on anything that we know of that we've no. heard of. But I reached, uh, I reached, I admit. But 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 more realistically, let's be honest. The honest answer uh is if Vince McMahon and the WWE never go public in 2000, um there's a chance that whatever was happening is 10 times as worse yep. because there is no yep. accountability. There is no oversight. There's no board. There's nothing. It's a privately owned company then, um, which would have had to be taken down by someone from the inside. Um, by selling the company, let's face it, I honestly think that the allegations were already in place. We all know that. He came back, quote unquote, to facilitate the sale. Hmm. This was him being given the chance to make the money. Yep. 
it, you know, it, it, it almost kind of a, a um, you know, uh, a payoff, a pay, a, you know, here's the money. parachute. Yeah. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Get mm-hmm. away from it. But again, being that it was so close still by still having association, by still having stock. I mean, the guy just recently sold off most yeah. of his stock. Why? You know, I, this is something that wasn't, um, this isn't something that wasn't a, an overnight thing. This actually, I think, is bigger. Um, Steve kind of said that. Uh, there's more to it. That You think this, do you think it's just, I mean, we know. It's, it's, it's about to set off a powder gag. Yeah, because there's got to be more where that came from. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, 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 uh. When you're trying to make a problem go away, and it's a cockroach, <laughs> you yep. have to really, really, really struggle to get that thing to. You die. know what I would imagine? It would be it would be like a superfly snooker scenario. There's yep. every possibility he could drop dead before this ever gets resolved. Well, the thing is, Do, doesn't doesn't that whole situation seem a little bit more interesting now, too? By the way, <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh God. Well, oh, God. In, in, in retrospect, yeah, that the you know the Vince McMahon kiss my ass club segments that they did on TV, all this other kind of shit, it all is essentially a self fulfilling prophecy. So this was all destined to happen, and it's just everything's happening all at once. Nostra Vincent. There's also there's also that wonderful clip of Stephanie from somewhere in 2001 or 2002, whatever it was, where, you know, she said, Dad, you made me do all those things with all yep. those people. And I yep. went along and did it. I mean, Ugh. you know, mm-hmm. the, but the, the if you think about the truth oh, of yeah. the matter, um, again, uh, listen. Again, you, you brought up the rock. Not only is there probably skeletons in his closet, but uh, there are skeletons in certain people's closets within that family uh, that there there is there is a lot of. Um, you know, Snuka is part of that bloodline. And I'm just going to leave it with that word as being uh, the key. Um, yep. There are certain people that the McMahon, uh, you know, uh, he protected. Mm-hmm. That was uh, an episode of uh, Dark Side of the Ring. Where McMahon just came in there with a box of money in a suitcase. I mean, a suitcase full of money, and said, "Where we, you know, make this go away." Well, and, and that was like I'm one of the first examples, right? But it's but it's bigger than just him. It's bigger than just Snuka. Uh, there's a whole bloodline. Yeah, <laughs> okay. yeah, yeah, yep. yeah. I'll leave it at that. Um, yep. And and that's that. Uh, also, if you want to go and uh, make it a little, uh, you know, interesting uh, in terms of, um, you know, we're talking about the behavior of 
of Vince. Uh, Pat Patterson worked with him for years and years and years. And the truth of the matter is, is that we'll never know because he's not around anymore. Uh, and maybe he would have been able to feel freer to speak on it. But you go back and you listen to some of the commentary. Uh, he constantly would feed shit to JR and King to say on the sly about Pat being gay. And it was some horrific shit. If you, if you go back and, you know, he, he would, he had no, he had no, um, you know, he had no boundaries when it came to fucking with people, especially people who were closest with him, which is interesting about Rhonda saying about Bruce. Honestly, I think that Rhonda is now off just a little bit. And that is, with Endeavor in place now, Vince isn't talking to Bruce and Bruce is executing. I do not think that that's very I would hope possible. that that, I would hope that, that you're correct, but. Well, uh, and, and that's only because of the fact that the structure is now different. And especially now. Now, yeah. Now, now <laughs> keep in mind, it, it, I know that, I know that, not to go off on a tangent, I know that we talked about how, sudden quote unquote the uh the sales talks happened and then you know there was it was the saudis and then you know ufc and everything mm. just kind of came all to a head all at the same time you thought it was going to be the saudis that was a problem <laughs> and, but but no ultimately like what i'm saying is that that came out of nowhere that just happened very recently then the netflix deal happens then the rockets names the board now this happens it's almost boom 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 right. like it, it's the timing is very very interesting to say the least and and i'm gonna i'm going to uh say that um steve the one thing that i take issue with uh with Meltzer, and that is uh, this idea that Hunter didn't answer anything. Hunter should have been prepared, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and Meltzer's going back and forth now with lawyers who say Hunter said exactly what you should say. And that's fucking nothing. And what is he going to say? Just phrase, it, just phrase it differently. I mean, saying that he didn't read the lawsuit, it's the biggest lawsuit in the history of your vertical, in the in the history of your sport. And it just so happens to involve your father-in-law. I highly doubt that he didn't read the lawsuit. He very easily could have said, we have no, no comment at this time. We're going to focus on the event tonight and leave it at that. Not, I didn't read it. I think that that statement made him come off extremely, extremely badly. I don't, I, I'm going to approach that differently. I, I'm going to approach it as, as he is absent-minded because I could tell you myself, uh, I could tell you myself, I'm insanely absent-minded. If you were to catch me, if you were to try to, you know, catch me on my way from leaving my job to coming here and doing the show, my mind was on getting here. <laughs> if the cop pulls me over and goes, you know how fast you're going, I'm going, what? I'm not even thinking about that. This guy's probably thinking, I'm trying to get a Royal Rumble together. And obviously, duh, this is your industry. This is your family. There's no way you wouldn't know. But at the same time, I'm just going to play devil's advocate and go. He's probably trying to do his best to just focus on the rumble and focus on production. 
and, 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 and I'm gonna, um, you know, and, again, I, and I know it's ignorant and it's it's very naive. It's, no, it's not ignorant and naive. And the reason being is because, and I hate to say this, Steve, but it's true. The president of the United States literally had said for a number of different occasions that he never read shit, right? That's the president, right? So, and and not taking sides or anything like that, just, just as a fact. I think, if anything, Hunter's not reading it. You know who's reading it to him? The lawyers. After they fucking go through everything, then Hunter gets briefed on, okay, this is what's going on. I don't think they're at the point in that short period of time that what they got through was presented to them to and i think honestly the words i didn't read it are true because i don't think he was ever going to read it actually and that I was just, a scrum right that was the media scrum so his mind yeah, is i right just i just fucking did a royal rumble that yeah. i was at the head of that whole thing and now you're going to ask me about a whole nother yeah. story with volumes and layers and layers like an onion. And I have to peel that back and give you a pure, brilliantly crafted statement to summarize this you horrific had to know. story. There's no you way had to, to know it. that he would be asked that, though. You, no, like, sure. you, had, you sure. had to know that he would be asked that. You know, if you're going to give and props to those members of the press that did actually have the balls to at least bring it up. Um, sure. I, I have no problems. Given, I have no problems with that. And honestly, I would have had no problems if he would have phrased it differently. But he has given he, he, he is absolutely being grilled online. I think part of it is because Cody was asked the exact same Sunday, thing correct. earlier, and his answer was pristine. It is the exact answer that people should be looking for. Yet but, they're but trying remember, to compare his but, answer to Cody's. Cody right, is but like there's a, a different there's there's a different power dynamic completely. Yeah, there's a, exactly and, and completely what Cody agree. says Cody says is only going to carry so much weight. Right. What Hunter says could be put into court of law. Absolutely. So, so by saying like I didn't read her that, um, I have even a bigger problem that I don't mind the question being asked, but I I mind some smug ass stupid motherfucker who goes online then and tries to say that, oh, well, you know, you should have done this because blah, blah, blah. And then act like he is the fucking genius of pro wrestling, uh, you know, news reporting. Yeah. Because he's We're talking about one... Meltzer here, right? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> just make they're it all named Dave, by the way. They're all named Dave. That's like a thing. You have to be Dave. But 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 it is it is it is a very you know again it's like that motherfucker makes his money by saying shit like this. Yeah, and and making himself putting himself over, and then when you have a lawyer saying no, he said what he should have said, which is. Absolutely nothing. Yeah. No matter how you phrase it, you just say fucking nothing. Can I do? But I want you to jump in. I say one thing about this. I is it's not even what he said is how he said it. Triple H could be a smug fuck. Paul Levesque can easily be a smug fuck. He did not look like he was coming off very smug at all. He looked like he wasn't prepared. 
It looked like yeah. it looked like his answer was genuine. His answer seemed pretty genuine. It's not the answer you wanted, and it wasn't what should have been said. But yeah, he also looked genuine. Solid. Right. It was. He solid. looked like he looked. He was exhausted. That by the time you see that, that's like. A, a, a pardon the pun it's almost like giving birth that's one of your that's your second biggest show of the year and now five minutes after that i have to talk about this disaster that everybody else who is in our comments right now they they have the ability to sit there with no other entanglements and read and do their preparations and this guy has to now have give an answer he has to answer for vince mcmahon on the heels of the biggest production night he'll have second biggest lab all year and and Steve, you you said it, which I think is actually true to a different extent. And that is, that is his father-in-law. We know that. Now, if it was, well, I mean, Cody, obviously, Cody. Okay, you know, Vince. He's known him since he was a kid. Uh, but if it was Nick Khan, if it was, uh, you know. Anyone else who is not related to the McMahon family, Hunter is the only person in that company who has any involvement with the McMahon name. And that's even questionable at this point because <laughs> right. Steph and him, you know, there yeah. are huge rumors about, about you know, them what's being... actually going on with them. Yep, so, exactly. So it really, you know, to also have have that be someone who is your father-in-law. And I think that's what pisses me off about Meltzer is because that's essentially what he's saying. Oh, don't give me the shit that you didn't know anything because that's your dad-in-law and you know, you're not going to say anything. And it's like, Dave, if you were fucking in the middle of this shit right now, you would keep your goddamn mouth right. shut because you would be scared shitless of losing yeah. your fucking house, your fucking everything. family, everything. Everything. No but, answer yeah. is ultimately a good answer because if he says the trite response sure. of I cannot comment on this, that sure. is going to sound even worse if you think about it. If I say to you, I'm sorry, I cannot comment on these situations right now as the case is currently unfolding. You're going to be like, wow, that was the most dickish response that you could have ever given. If you say, I didn't read this yet, that almost means I don't have an opinion because I don't know anything about it yet. I don't know enough and, about it because I'm trying to run this fucking company right now. And you have to, you also have to, you have to be careful and in normal circumstances, you have to be very cautious on what you say. But in these circumstances, let's remember one thing. Hunter started off as a wrestler. He was running by the side of Sean, which is probably one of the most dirty, low-down places you could have been around, you know, Razor and Sean. In yeah, no shit. Mid-90s. Um. Yeah. You know, he, he's been around that. He then, you know, is with Stephanie. Um, so he's also one of the boys, but also then becoming groomed to be corporate. And yep. his ambitions, of course, were always because of the fact that he loves wrestling and knows so much about what should be done. 
he wanted to move up that ladder and, and become someone who has this level job. The question becomes, how much does Hunter know mm-hmm. that maybe the average board member or production team members wouldn't know because right. of the fact that Hunter was a boy? He was one of the guys. How much do you, because again, there's a code, man, and I'll tell you. I know shit yep. that I will never fucking breathe a fucking word about because that's the code. Is it illegal shit? No. But is it stuff that I would, you know, not want to fucking tell anyone? Yeah, because I respect that other person. Um, and I'm sure that Hunter has been put in horrible positions over the years because of the fact that, you know, He's probably encountered shit that that he knows. Um, There's one person that I think out of all this, probably if you actually uh, have a trial and want to know anything about anything that went on in the locker room, you're calling Mark Calloway to the stand right away. Absolutely. There's one guy that fucking knows everything. He knew where all the bodies were buried. Yep. And that's the thing. I think, you know, you got to remember that that there are guys who absolutely, man, it's if if this shit goes to trial, if there's certain things that you you start unearthing, there are guys who, if they get called to the stand, are going to be damning to not necessarily – uh, the accounts of what happened, but the character of what was going on yep. can be proven that, yeah, there were things going on. And I'm sorry, Your Honor, I might not have made the right decisions in stepping in and stopping this. Um, but I can truthfully say that there were things that were allowed to happen that should not have probably been allowed to happen. Yep. May I ask a question on this? And this is my ignorance uh, to, there's so many elements of this. I didn't even get a chance to go through it all. That's why I didn't know the Brock Lesnar thing. I skimmed this at a very superficial level. Um, Cause I'm bound. I've got <laughs> bouncing around doing a lot of stuff for myself. A lot of tour dates coming up. Uh, uh, but seriously, as time goes by, there is one horrible advantage of him being older is the people involved in all of this are dying off. Yep. The people who have intimate knowledge, you mentioned it with Pat Patterson, the int- the people who have intimate knowledge that can fill in all these puzzle pieces are gone. So do you put more pressure on the remaining few you have left who probably know even less? The longer this goes on, the less reliable the accounts are by both parties. Because you would need a third party to verify in certain, if it's at all possible, you know, to verify this is how Trump gets away with a lot of the crap he gets away with because it's a he said, she said. And right now he's famous. And right now he's the former president or is going in as the president. So fuck it, you know. Whereas in this scenario, you might be there or you might have a lot of other witnesses and people involved. You know, you had Ghislaine Maxwell for Jeffrey Epstein fra- trafficking the girls. There were a lot of people trafficking the women and running all the talent relations and running the locker room. They have a separate woman who manages the the women's side of it. 
Did they have that 25 years ago in the Attitude Era? Don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I know with the the flight from hell, they put a lot of that blame on Jim Ross because he was the, you know, the wrestling talents relation guy. He was supposed to have been the one to corral all of the guys and keep them from getting drunk and, you know, drugged up on the plane. Keep Ric Flair from, you know, whipping it out. And you're probably drunk yourself. Right. And Exactly. Exactly. There was no way to expect somebody to corral all these people, let alone corral the guy at the top. So... Number one, how can you necessarily be held accountable to that if your entire livelihood is based on this guy's, you know, stroke of a pen? And number two, you know, 30 years later, who do you, where do you begin? Where do you begin as far as verifying who's saying what and who's being accurate? Well, and that's, and that's the, the whole thing. And the thing is that the key to this is that period. Uh, you know, this whole thing period is based on the fact that there are text messages. Yep. If there were no text messages, he said, she said, there's fucking text messages. And as much as it's, you know, we we all know Vince, you know, Vince is a scumbag, period. It's, It's always been that. Going back years, you know, again, like I said, early 90s, you know, it it came out, Linda knew this shit, right? But what you didn't know is a guy like Lesnar participated. And that is the, to me, the key here is because Brock, his name you know, I'm not going to say that it hasn't been floated around, you know, certain instances and things going on. But now it's fucking right out there. And that was these text messages. What else is there? What other text messages are there? Whose other names are going to come up? Because if there's more to this, yeah. There's more names. And that's why, you know, that whole idea that uh, powder keg, like you said, Steve, it, it's very possible. What's done in the dark will be brought to the light, man. And these texts that I'm rereading them now, good God. If if yep. I were to make a spoof of this, I would write this. If you were to ask me to come up with the most vile thing to say, Jesus Christ, this is like... Right up there in all three holes. I'm like, oh Christ, who actually says that? Right, exactly. Who actually says that? <laughs> um, and Bam Bam, made, you know, says I bet I totally bet Cena. Um, oh. There, there is a very good chance. Uh, the same, the same as uh, The Rock. Um, you know, again, uh, now, and Orton, because Orton was the guy who was. Now Orton Orton would be someone who would be more most likely associated because a lot of Orton's stuff was is closer associated to WWE. Uh, yeah, I mean so he was like, just taking shits and bags. I mean that's all. Yeah, but well, instead of on people's heads, on the heads. Right. Where you said you got to touch it to get initiated, and he was no, swinging just... it around and all that. I'm I'm not even being facetious. I'm, I'm no, being... no, it's yeah. Um, but again, is again. The, the association between what Vince 
did in that it's two different levels okay vince vince is essentially sex trafficking trafficking a worker of the company yep orton is harassing yes. people in the company so there's a little bit there's of a, a difference. definite difference now cena and the rock um i would i would say if um if any other bigger names austin uh sean um you know these these bigger names even are we spitballing or or this is spitballing this is absolutely spitballing because the idea here is the bigger names are probably separated from so not val venus and the godfather which would be the obvious choices no those are just characters (laughs) they just play the character just like you play trump no i know trump unless (laughs) rob (laughs) (laughs) oh really rob says something (laughs) funny You got you got to give him. It's it's been two and a half hours, and Rob at least came up with something. Oh my god! <laughs> I mean, even his I shirt, I, I even, his shirt is, even his shirt is funnier than him. Uh, <laughs> He's playing Clue. <laughs> uh, but no, but you know, uh, uh, again, I think like things that if the Rock. If The Rock has done certain things, I think that it probably is outside of the company. Cena, possibly the same scenario. Um, that it, it doesn't have to be associated with Vince feeding them, right? If they've done anything, it's probably their own power structure that invited And I it. want to ask one name seriously, Shawn Michaels, because Shawn Michaels often would say something to the effect of I've sold out a long time ago. He would say things that make you wonder, well, what is it that he did that made him feel bad or feel good? Cause he said they, they used to boo him. He said, you sold out. He goes, maybe I sold out a, lot, a long time ago. And I'm thinking, okay, but he said that with, there was a lot of like sting when he said that. Well, like he, well, he, I don't, I don't know about sting. He spent most of his time. With no, 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 no. I was saying about sting, but. I said I said there was a lot of sting when he the way he said it. Uh, he looks like a guy who's just like I'm here for the ride now. Well, Sean, so there absolutely is potential with Sean, but I think Sean is another one of those guys who Sean cre- created shit on his own. He didn't need Vince to yeah. traffic shit. To yeah, him. exactly. Well, Maybe but Sean participated in something in, in, in Vince's room or something like that, possibly. Who knows? If but. you're Vince McMahon and you've got a roster of guys that you know are in, into a lot of shit on their own, you've got leverage over them forever. You've got leverage over them forever and vice versa. So who is of that roster that you named? Who among them would come out and go, well, first things first, I harassed this woman, this woman, and this woman, and I and I threatened and this woman. And that's why The Undertaker, mm-hmm. if you are a lawyer and this is going to trial, yep. the one person you call to put on your fucking stand is Mark. Mark Calloway. Mark Calloway knows, like Steve said, exactly where the bodies are fucking buried. They that's were, it. He was parading around 
the undertaker at all of those endeavor meetings even was recent as mm -hmm. like a month or two ago everywhere vince was the undertaker was in tow okay wait i, I gotta address this american bam bam says cheating on your wife is different than sex trafficking absolutely um but if you have a, you have one of your talent getting fucked by every freaking guy in the in the locker room, that's wait one of your talent. Well, not talent. One of your employees. Employee. If you have one of the women, yeah, is what I'm right. saying. I, I just I don't I'm I'm not catching the cheating on your wife is different than sex trafficking in terms. I think of he's trying talent? to maybe downplay that maybe Vince is just cheating on his wife, but it looks like. Well, say that's what I don't. What is it? Being a piece of shit human is necessarily against the law. No, no, but but if then you, I'll find more friends and we'll tie you up so you're helpless. I mean, this is yeah, this directly is from the text messages. Yeah, yeah, no, that's no, I know, I know and I know you're not defending Vince by any means. What, right. What we're trying to say here, though, is the the idea of um, Vince using that that office, that power to traffic it to a guy like Brock Lesnar. That's the that's what I'm saying here. Um, listen, a lot of the guys are pieces of shit when it comes to moral decisions and, and ethical stuff. Uh, that's that's not the thing. But participating in willingly uh, accepting the boss, you know, uh, you know, forcing someone to do stuff. Uh, that's that's a little bit different. Um so Absolutely. you know and, and of course you're not defensing defending vince by any means i just need some kind of clarification because of the wife thing because cheating on your wife just happens to be something that is probably one of the more common things that is done in pro wrestling and is not a secret so yeah, sure. i got another thing with this i and i didn't even realize this myself uh this is a way more recent than anything else he's done so we're not talking about cheating on your wife at this point the, the linda thing is more Linda wouldn't even be in the picture on this in this uh, current scandal. Allegedly. <laughs> right. Allegedly. But yeah, Allegedly. Linda's, yeah, Linda's. Um, and, and, no, the, I mean, the, the the only thing that that uh, Linda probably has any involvement in is uh, is essentially um, to some extent, possibly knowing that something was going on, I would assume, you know, but in terms of maybe not knowing the exact, uh, you know, it's the same, it's, it's the same thing again with Shane, with Stephanie, um, knowing what's going on to full extent versus, you know, catching wind of there are things that are happening, probably, probably different, but again, we don't know, man. This is all this is all hearsay. But this puts into light one of the interactions that uh, the press had with Linda McMahon, which was about two years ago, where she was asked about Vince and to retaking the company, and she wanted nothing to do with the conversation. I think she was leaving. Uh, she was leaving a meeting on Capitol Hill. I want to say something to that effect, and she was like, "I don't want to talk about Vince. I'm done with no, that." No, and because because. Her and Vince had already been separated for yeah right, and so and a lot of this stuff is well after that point. So she might have been colloquially aware, but this yeah. could be just another day in the park for her. She's probably uh, got a list. Yeah, well, 
you, you don't know what uh, where her park has been and what day it is. So, <laughs> oh boy, uh, uh, yeah. And, and a final thought: Bama says we might see Shane and Stephanie on the stand too. Um, you know, absolutely. If if yep. if only ever this ever goes to trial. Yeah, um, because we're not talking about right now any criminality uh, going on. It we're seems literally like it's more vulgar than anything. Well, we're literally talking about um, what, in the end, will probably be another uh, settlement. So let's be honest. Yeah, that's no how shit. everything ends ends nowadays. Settling. So, um, all right. Final thoughts, uh, Steve. All right, guys. Hey, thank you for hanging out with us all night tonight. Uh, the the interaction and the uh, you know the back and forth, the banter, the discussion's been great in the chat. So thank you guys for everything. Uh, we appreciate each and every one of you. Also, very special shout out and thank you to all the brave men and women serving this country. Whether you're doing it on lands foreign or domestic, thank you for doing what you do so that we can do what we love to do. And last but not least, repsports.com, R-E-P-P-Sports.com. Go there for all your pre-workout, weight loss, and general energy needs. Again, that's repsports.com. Use promo code Vegas at checkout. They've got a lot of stuff, man. They've got a lot of stuff. I just this is pathetic. I got to work on that. (laughs) Hey, man. I I guess Rob, I got a promo code for you, bro. Repsports.com. Use promo code Vegas at checkout, dude. Save yourself fifteen percent. And I'm so glad you just admitted you're pathetic. Uh, Uh, (laughs) Well, see, I I I could say it about myself. I'm allowed to go. That's my word. There you go. (laughs) That's that's our word. You can't use it. Yeah, you you own it because you're what <laughs> pathetic. You're 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 one of those. I can people. Be, it's called self-deprecation. I I'm allowed to make fun of myself. You're not because then oh, it becomes a hate crime, and then I'm gonna have to sue you and uh, get oh, you fired from TKO. <laughs> Shit. All right. Well, you 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 go ahead and you uh, you go ahead and self-deprecate yourself while you uh you explain uh your final thought uh my final thought is never have an unhealthy relationship with jade cargill it's a one-way relationship it will never give you what you want in life um but if she does want to head with me uh you can find me at boce comedy and uh reach out to me right there uh i will be is that, perform- is that comedy yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's right i'll try to do my jokes right from the <laughs> no right no we're not doing that right from the box <laughs> right, <laughs> right from the box um box of celly uh yeah 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 yeah, yeah. uh but yeah, you can see i never saw you. any pictures by the way excuse me your president's talking i never saw any hot pictures sent by vince mcmahon in fact i don't even know who vince mcmahon is i've never met him before not familiar with the guy. He doesn't seem, I don't know anyone with a pencil st- drawn mustache. I don't know him. Don't know him. But I am a WWE original. This is true. This is true. They're best champion ever. But I don't know anybody by the name of Vince McMahon. No. So, yeah, you could see me. And I will be uh, in Henderson, Carl and Martin's on Sunday night at seven for first class comedy. Awesome. There you go. All right, and uh, hopefully it looks like DJ Impact will be back next week, so uh, uh, control of the show can uh, continue to uh, redevelop, and uh, we can... So if he uh, comes back, will your internet connection cut out five times a a segment? 
You were good tonight. You only cut out once, so I'm very proud of you. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, you you were worse. Yeah. <laughs> well, I was good. Yeah. Hard. <laughs> and, yeah, nice job with that. I, I was worse tonight for certain. <laughs> but dedication. Dedication. Right. I was in the scene. I don't know what the scene was, but I was live from the Camaro. Woo! Yeah. Yeah, so... Your dead hand uh definitely is uh, something that uh, I'm sure you got uh, from your uh, your uh, card gill uh, <laughs> workouts. I was reporting underneath an airport about my dedication and love for Jade Cargill, who will be the WWE Women's Champion by the time WrestleMania hits, if I have anything to do with it. So, uh, anyone, if you're underneath an airport, stay away because Rob is uh, Cardinal Gill. No, but no, it was really fun. I enjoy coming here each week and I uh, get to be with you guys. It, yeah, I'm sure you enjoy coming here. You sick bastard. Excuse me. Hands are above the table, sir. Hands are above the. Yeah, but look what's below. Hello. You got a webcam I don't know about. And I mean, shit. Oh, oh, you, you, you haven't found that feed on the internet yet. And it's every, every single one of us has, it's the show and you can hear what we're saying, but it's only our crotches. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. Well, they need two it's webcams. It's actually the more popular feed. Yep. <laughs> Jesus Christ. This we, is this we, kind of talk is like Vince McMahon and a yeah, no shit. shit. We didn't learn a goddamn thing. <laughs> we got a lot smaller audience when DJ Impact went away. Once he comes <laughs> back, it's gonna get huge. <laughs> <laughs> Did he joke this much before I came here? No. <laughs> no, he was he was just he was just blatantly anti AEW and was just so focused on trashing that product that he wasn't focused on making funnies. Oh, okay. So well, at least know. at least you brought the funny back yeah. to the show. Did we see that cage match where people were getting uh, rewarded? We're, for we'll we'll talk about that shit else to, elsewhere, man. Like we got that go. made no goddamn sense. No, it didn't. It didn't. I, I didn't know what the fuck. He got knocked no. out of the ring into a no, table. It did. He won. It did. It did. What? What the? It fuck made no sense, but. Well, it uh, it's kind of like uh, Rob's comedy act. All right, everybody. See you next week. Yeah.